Very Good Music, a BGM podcast, is now proudly associated with RPGera.com, where you can find reviews, videos, podcasts, and more covering all your pop culture needs. Brian, the founder and CEO of RPG Era, has been featured on the show before and also hosts his own BGM podcast, BG Mania, with his friend Frank. Are you a fan of wrestling? Check out Blood and Destroyers, a podcast all about AEW. Into general gaming news and commentary? Max Level is the podcast for you. Looking to commiserate about the darker side of pop culture? Join Frank on Terrible, a horrible, no good, very bad podcast. Finally, The Media Files, hosted by Kyle, is your one-stop shop for all of your pop culture needs. Check out all of RPG Era's offerings using the link in the show notes. Now, let's listen to some very good music. Greetings, game music lovers. I'm Ben Roth. I'm Shoot Kapow. And I'm Dusklight. And you're listening to Very Good Music. The VGM Podcast. Episode 69. Nice. nice. Welcome back to the show, guys. Uh, it's been a little bit since we recorded. Let me see. Our last episode was with Flair and Luna, and Chukapau, you weren't even there. <laughs> and uh, then, oh no, our last episode was the boat episode, so you were with me last time. And Dusk was there at the end. Yeah. I'm was Flair always and Luna. there. And then it was Lemon Boy. And then it was the Lost episode, which may come out later this summer, if I ever have time to edit it. And now we are on to episode 69. Nice. Nice. Which uh, we would not have gotten to. Obligated to say that. At least every not time. Uh, not under this this number, if I hadn't changed the numbering of the podcast. But uh, well, it, it is what it is. And since you guys are my kids, we are going to take this opportunity to talk about uh, what kind of games today. Nice games. Yes, just nice games. You mean we're not talking about dating sims? Uh, no. You mean no. you mean we're not talking about. The, the birds and the bees. We're not talking about no. no we're not talking about bird but songs. Hold on, hold and on. Yeah, songs. yeah. Games of games about birds and bees. Yeah, that that would have been a fun <laughs> idea to do for this episode, but but instead we uh, went for the second lowest hanging fruit, and we're just gonna do nice games. Now I didn't give you all a whole lot of parameters. I did send you some ideas for what what could constitute a nice game, but. It's safe to say we're not going to see any Doom on this playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to see any Resident Evil, uh, any Call of Duty, Gears of War. Because I'm the Resident Evil here. Ha. Uh, uh, you you wish you were a whole lot edgier than you are. Shut up. So instead, we're going to have just some... Well, Shukapau, what came to your mind when I told you... Not necessarily specific games, although if you need to, if that helps, that's cool. But what kind of games came to mind when I said nice games? Uh, I guess just sort of games you can kind of chill to and okay. kind of relax. What about you, Dusk? What was the question? <laughs> what What kind of games did you think of when I said nice games? Uh, what sort of game? Kind of the games that I usually play, I guess. Like um, A Short Hike... And, I mean, I guess not really Undertale, but, you know, <laughs> I think it's a nice game. See, and so, some of it's a little bit subjective, but Undertale does have, well, I mean, one of the ways you can play the game is called Genocide, so I don't yeah. know if I would call it nice. But, but I mean, but, if we just stuck to the pacifist route... But if, but if you dig 
deep enough. I mean, even a game like Cattails is yeah. not really nice because there's like inter-cat warfare and stuff. And they kill each other. But it's a very pleasant aesthetic. It's a, it's a pretty game, and you're, you're cats. You're just live, cats living in the wild. It's warriors, <coughs> basically. Yeah. And a short hike, you know. Cat sales, hardcore mode when. Dealing with, like, sickness and family angst and stuff, but it's a chill, pleasant little game, and the music is very nice. And also, so. uh, one of the games I picked from is called Journey of the Broken Circle. And I mean. And we'll get to it. It will yeah, get to we'll it. We'll get to it. But anyway, so listeners, you obviously will be able to tell there's going to be some eclectic stuff this episode, but I think most of the music is probably going to follow some kind of theme, whether it's chill, vibey music, or happy, upbeat music. We'll see, though. We'll see what we get to, and there's not really a whole lot of top of the show business. Uh, There is one thing that we'll talk about toward the end of the episode that we're going to be doing next month, since uh, hopefully this is dropping in May. (laughs) We're very rusty. Yep, a little bit. Uh, You know what, though? We have quite a bit of music to cover, and probably maybe a little more talking than usual. We'll find out how that goes. So why don't we go ahead and get into it? Uh, Dusk. I mentioned that you get to go first, because uh, you are... Because I'm special. Yeah, you're basically a guest. I'm I mean, special, you're, too. You're probably the most frequent co-host, uh, so um, you're maybe slightly above guest status. But you know what? You are um, you are my favorite second oldest child, so you get to go first. What game are you going to be... What music are you going to be gracing us with for our first round of this episode? I'm going with a classic. Minecraft. Yeah, so I think this fits the bill, but um, we'll talk a little more when we come back. What song are we going to be listening to? We're going to be listening to Sweden.
Welcome back! We just listened to Sweden from Minecraft, composed by Daniel Rosenfield, otherwise known as C418. Who is from Sweden, and named this track after his homeland. And uh, Minecraft is actually developed in Sweden, I believe. So, yep. yeah. Well, this Ooh, definitely is a classic. Moyang. Um, there is a lot of uh, there are a lot of people who play this game just to kind of zone out and chill out. And while there there can be some suspenseful or terrifying moments, you can also just have it set on peaceful mode, and you can just build stuff. And <coughs> me. Fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But why did you pick this? Because I like it, and Minecraft's cool. It you is. did play Minecraft quite a bit back in the day, didn't you? Yep, back in my day, I used to play Minecraft all the time. Why'd you stop? Uh, because we got rid of the other computer, I think. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, it wasn't because you about killed your horses? With a wither? <laughs> With okay. The wither. In my defense, I didn't know what the wither did either. Stares intensely. I thought it was just like a boss. I didn't know what blew stuff up. Everything blows stuff up. Uh, Shukapow, you're familiar with this song, right? Yep. <laughs> uh, let me say this. Of all the the excellent composers that Minecraft has had over the years, Winter Rain, um... Think, didn't Laura Shigara do something for it at one point? I think. Yeah. But yeah. Out of all of them, I, I really feel like uh, C418 is far and away the best. He captures the essence of the game so well, and... Like, these songs just give you the feels. Yep. Like, it it really takes me back to when I was a kid, like, six, seven years old, just, like, watching Stampy Longnose on one of our couple of Kindle fires. <laughs> I think we actually like, watched it on the TV. Did you we? did watch it on the TV some as well, yes. Yeah. I, I remember Stampy's voice quite well. And uh, Where would yeah. I be without Stampy, Stampy Longnose? Longnose. <laughs> That was ten years ago. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yes. We're so old now. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that is nice. And I haven't it's... played Minecraft in, like, years. I played it a few days ago. And uh, <laughs> Shukapau would be playing it if it weren't for, you know, grades and yeah. the, the harshness of oh, Three points. And, uh, yeah, and you'll be playing it soon, though. You've got some plans with Minecraft soon, don't you? Yes, I do. Bucky Barnes is dead. No! Oh wait, you're you're talking about something in, in that little world that you're gonna be in, right? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, the, yeah. The, the, the ring SMP. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Bucky. Anyway, okay. So try not to do too much. It's gonna distract y'all from the conversation because uh, we we have a lot to get. Well, I've I've yeah. I've evolved. I've been talking probably more than on most episodes, to be honest. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, this summer I'm going to actually be starting up my YouTube channel because I can actually record videos. I'm going to be starting off with a Nuzlocke of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond um, and probably play some Minecraft or something. And then after I'm done with Brilliant Diamond, I'm going to start a Pokemon Black 2 Nuzlocke. So yeah, don't want to miss that. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel at, uh, uh, Kapow on YouTube. Just Shoot Kapow. I have no subscribers and no videos. Anyway. I thought, uh, I thought okay. you were going to play uh, Legends Arcus. I feel oh. like the window of opportunities passed for that. I'm probably just gonna, like, just, just, just play the game and have fun with it. Okay. 
Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Well, speaking of just playing games and having fun with them, uh, what is your first game of the episode going to be? First up, I think I'm going to play probably another really nostalgic game from my childhood. Um, probably more for Dusk than for me. But, yeah, I always enjoyed this level and this, this like, world, this part of the, um, the game. This is going to be Tube Town from Kirby's Epic Yarn. Woo! Yeah, baby, that's what I'm talking about! was Tube Town from Kirby's Epic Yarn, composed by Tomoya Tamita. I'm surprised you picked something from uh, Spaceland. Yeah, Spaceland, it, it's, it's, it's a really cool little world. Um, Tube Town is probably one of the more... Uh, one of the more, like, technological, I guess, sort of pieces. I don't really remember too much... But um, my favorite my favorite level in Spaceland was the one where the gravity changed. Uh, I forgot what the level was called though. That would be that's the one that I really liked. Um, I don't remember many of the levels, but I do remember <laughs> like if you described any level in Kirby's Epic Yarn, I would probably remember it. 
Yeah. We played that Rainbow game a lot Falls. when you were little. Beep, 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 yeah. beep, you should have picked that one. <laughs> I'm really glad that somebody picked something from Kirby's Epic Yarn. I yeah. mean, it just it looks so nice. Land. It's such a great game. Land. It's very cool. Uh, it's very chill. Land. It's very nice. It's not not hard to not hard to play. Mysterious UFO. Oh yeah. That's uh, the one. The Meta Knight boss? That one was so cool. I love that one so much. I don't actually think I liked Tube Town very much, like the actual level. <laughs> yeah. It was the, it was fun. It was the, the one with all the, the all the like the platforms snake, of the right? like, it, had to go through the cracks. Uh there are actually multiple levels in a bunch of different uh worlds with that. Oh. But Yeah. Um Tube Town was the one with like these little things, the little oh yeah yeah, I dudes, hate those things. And the, the platforms, the like, like heartbeat yeah. monitor things going around them. Yeah, yeah. It's for anyone who is not familiar with the look of this game, just just look it up. I mean, Kirby's Epic Yarn. It's in the name. Uh, it's got a yarn aesthetic, uh, and you like. It's epic. Like, you, you can interact with like buttons and zippers and stuff, and and do all kinds of things in the levels. Instead of inhaling enemies, you like whip them with a yarn whip and uh, they turn into little yarn balls yeah they turn little yarn balls and uh, they drop beads and stuff and you can throw them at other enemies yeah and it's just it's a cool very fun very kid friendly little game and one that uh, all of you guys have played at some point and uh, all of you like and I also enjoy it quite a bit it's the household Kirby game although my favorite Kirby game is actually um, that would be Kirby's Return to Dreamland Oh, I thought your favorite would be, like, Robobot or Triple Deluxe. Robobot and Triple Deluxe are up there. They're all phenomenal games, but Return to Dreamland is just too nostalgic for me. It's got yeah. Return too to much Dreamland cool stuff. Is... You guys played a lot. I love Return, Return to Dreamland. It's Return... so good. Return to Dreamland is definitely my second favorite, but, you know, Kirby's Epic Return is Dreamland on just my, my favorite one. It's a very, very special game. And the next game, I don't know, special... It might be too mainstream to call it special, because... Everybody and their grandma, probably literally, played this game when it came out, and it was attached to the Wii when it came out. The Wii. It was packed in, um, and like the music for the Wii system, the music for this game was composed by Shukupao, one of our favorites, Kazumi Totaka. Um, and this, I'm gonna guess, is probably not the last time we're gonna hear about Totaka-san on this episode, but it is the first time. And this is a game a lot, a lot, a lot of people have uh, familiarity with. It, it is a nice game, uh, pretty low impact, uh, no violence, nothing like that. Really fun aesthetic. Introduced the Mies, which are also a, a fun little mechanic that I'm kind of sad to see starting to go away. This game also recently had a sequel on Nintendo Switch in the form yeah. of Switch Sports. Apparently, a lot of people don't like. I don't know. I've heard a lot of people do like it. So. Yeah. It's yeah, one polarizing game, but that's Nintendo. Yep. And uh, this was also Nintendo. It was synonymous, synonymous with Nintendo back at the launch of the Wii U. I am, of course, talking about Wii Sports, and we are going to be listening to Golf Results.
That was Golf Results from Wii Sports, composed by Kazumi Totaka. You guys remember much about Wii Sports? We remember much about Wii Sports Resort. Yes! My it doesn't have the freaking airplane game. It doesn't have boxing, but it does have the airplane game and, and the sword, sword fighting, fighting one. Yeah. Which they actually brought back in Nintendo Switch Sports. One uh, of the things I was most excited to see about that game. They call it something different, but yes, yeah. yes, they did. Probably something like uh, Japanese or something. I, I also probably enjoyed the airplane game most out of the Wii Sports Resorts uh, games. There was some pretty cool stuff there, though. I I get it mixed up sometimes with Wii Fit, <laughs> because it's all, they all take place on Woohoo Island, but... Uh, Wait, Wii Fit takes place on Woohoo Island? Not Wii, Wii Fit, but, but... Oh, yes. Yeah, it does. It does? Because when you're on, like, the jogging area, or the, uh, like, the biking area, or, yeah, you're on Woohoo Island. Oh. So, yeah. Neat. It's pretty cool. And I really wish they would bring Woohoo Island back, too. It's a really, really cool environment. But... <clears throat> Yeah, Wii Sports. So, y'all were really little when, when we had this game, but uh, your mom and I really liked the bowling. We did that quite a bit. Uh, we also oh. played the tennis some, and I did golf. Didn't really do the boxing or the baseball that much. I played around with them at the beginning, but with Wii Sports, I was really all about the bowling. It was fun, and I loved the 100-pin the bowling game. Oh man, that was a lot of fun. But Kazumi Totaka could be like, we could probably do this whole episode just about Kazumi Totaka. Hmm. I, um, let see, I don't think, I, I didn't bring anything from Mario Paint. Uh, I was going how to, but. could you? But, uh, for some reason, it just it dropped off. But, you know, maybe, uh, maybe for the blooper reel, I could bring some Mario Paint in here, because. Uh, oh, I think it was because I was trying to narrow down and I didn't want to have like the same composer twice since we only have four picks each, and I really, really liked this. So, yeah, that's why. But Mario Paint's another one that could be on here. We could have done a whole Totaka playlist and just made it nice. So, um, really cool stuff. But don't have a whole lot else to say about this track, I suppose. It's really chill, really vibing. Golf games have some pretty decent music in, um, in the video game Pantheon. Maybe not quite as much as uh, Mahjong or visual novels or pool, but golf games have some, have some, well, they have what, Shukapal? Very good music. The yeah. podcast. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, except they don't, Dusk. They really don't. <laughs> they, <laughs> they just have, have very they, good music. Do they have, have John Golf? a VGM podcast. Uh, you know what we also have? We have another pick from Dusk coming up next. Woo, yeah. All right. So my next pick is from The Journey of the Broken Circle, and it's called Stratosphere. Thank you. 
Stratosphere from Journey of the Broken Circle, composed by Andrew Rorman, otherwise known as SCNTFC. Probably pronounced scientific. Yeah. And Shukabel, you have no idea what this game is, do you? Uh, I have a slight idea. I know what this game is because I'm the only one here who's played it. Yeah. I keep getting it mixed up with that Fox game. Uh, that yeah. was called The Last Tree, right? Yeah, okay. which is also a really good game. I highly recommend both of them. But yeah, Journey... I have played The Last Tree. It was really cool. Yeah, um, Journey of the Broken Circle is different. Yeah. It so is... talk about this game a little bit. This, this is an indie game. It was released on multiple platforms. And talk about your, your experience with this game. Alright, I'm going to read out a summary. Um, <clears throat> because I'm not good at explaining things. It says, In this four to five hour adventure, full of ups and downs, but always playful and rewarding, the circle learns about itself and you along with it. It's a game about this little something that always seems to be missing. A better job, a nicer place to live, an ideal relationship. Well, we wanted to tell a story of self-discovery in a fun, universal, and relatable way. We probably also wanted to answer all, your, all our own questions. Would the circle find what it was looking for, or how would it all end? Uh, which is from the studio. Hmm, yeah, cool people. Studio people. And, uh, so, yeah, it's basically this little game uh, about this circle, but it has a little, like, pizza shape cut out of it. And Pac-Man. so, yeah, it kind of looks like Pac-Man, but it's, like, white. Uh... So the circle, it just kind of rolls along the ground, and the scenery is really the pretty. The speed of it's sound? Got places to go? Got to follow? It's a rainbow? Try to, try to <laughs> rein in your multi-directional habits and let us continue. Um, but yeah, so the scenery, it's really kind of like geometric, and it's like, uh, the colors are kind of pastel mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's this really fun little game, and as the circle goes along, it keeps finding these new, um, companions. Like, one of them is a little, like, pizza-shaped triangle thing that's, like, sticky, and so you can stick to things. But every time the, like, companion thingy will leave, because it, uh, feels like they're not, like, compatible together and so after that happens this like dark shadow thingy will appear and it's referred to as angst in the game which translates from german to english as anxiety 
And so uh, it gets kind of intense at that point, and so you're trying to get away from this, like, dark cloud, and every time it catches you... <laughs> it made a squeaking noise. And every time it catches... It, stop! Oh my god. Stop moving it! <laughs> every time it catches you, uh, you get teleported back, so it's kind of like oh. you get, like, restarted to that... Uh, the point where it appeared and so w- after you get away from it the music will resume back to normal and stop the music just gives me sonic voice it'll go back to normal and um you'll continue on your way and meet another new uh thingy I don't want to spoil the game, so I'm not going to tell yeah, you what I happens think at the you end. You actually set it up really nicely. It's, I'm going to play this game. I uh, you should play it. It's actually it gets kind of hard at some points, but it's like it's worth it. Yeah, it sounds like a very nice game. It and, is. You know, it's funny uh, not to get too deep in the weeds with this because you know how I can get. But um, this is reminding me. I have been sort of following the Enneagram for several yep. years, off and on. And most recently, I think I have finally determined that I am an Enneagram 4. That I'm not going to get too into it, but I will say the core motivation of a 4 is that they're driven by this need to, uh, like, self-actualize and this need to um, I don't reach, think anybody knows what that word means, Reach Dad. some kind of, uh, like, equilibrium with the universe. I don't think we can. The, our motivation is that, that we feel like something's missing, and we're trying to find that thing. And so, obviously, so, this game... So you're the circle, huh? Yeah, I'm the, the circle. You're the broken circle. The circle is an Enneagram 4. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an Enneagram K9. Yeah, you are canine. a 9. And we, we don't know what Shukapau is, but I, I think have I'm like theories. a 5 or something. I think uh, you're either a 5 or a 7, but yeah, I don't want to go down this path any further. I'm definitely Hey, eight. listeners, if you're into the Enneagram, please let us know, because I love talking about it. But yeah, for you're now, a dork. we're going to talk about the... Uh, yeah, look who's talking. We're recording a video game music podcast. <laughs> now we're going to talk about Shukapau's next track. Woo! What's it going to be? Yeah, um, I also want to bring up a game that you can play on the Switch that you really should play on the Switch. Um, this is going to be from Metopia Boss Battle. Metopia. This th- uh, this track actually does sound like another track that I'm... No. It sounds like a track from another game that I'm going to be playing from later, but not the same track. But yeah. Okay, cool. Here we go. This is Boss Battle from Metopia.
And that was Boss Battle 1 from Miitopia, composed by either Toshiyuki Sudo, Shinji Ushiroda, Yumi Takahashi, or Megumi Inoue. Very nice pronunciation. Whoa. I'm getting better at this. So, uh, why does this qualify as a nice game in your oh-so-humble opinion? It was on the list. Oh, the list that I sent of ideas? Yeah. Well, I mean, you played it. Do you think it fits? Yeah. Why? It's a very... It's a, I mean, there's me, first off. Yeah. Very fair enough. Uh, it's just it's just a nice little RPG with some cool characters, and you can, you know, put your own characters in there, like, you can put Goku and uh, Goofy and... Pretty much like, anybody you dark can make side. a out of. <laughs> yeah. You actually have, like, more me customization options, too. Like, um... You could, like, for example, uh, the same guy I was talking about earlier, RT Game, uh, he actually played through Miitopia, and he put, like, an entire PNG of Goofy onto Ami's head, so <laughs> you can do a lot. Um, so this is kind of like that, what was that game on the 3DS where you, like, get Mii's and you go through when you fight? Like, increasingly stronger monsters until you, like, get to the end, and then you can... Uh, find me. Find me. Okay, yeah. So, Miitopia is kind of like Find Me, but except with much more, of like, story and levels and customizability yeah. and stuff. Yeah, sort okay. of. I think Miitopia was also on the 3DS in 2016. Yes. yeah. This game yeah. is six years old. I saw that, so... But it was... Do you know... Was it just, like, adapted for the Switch, or was it, like, enhanced and stuff? I don't know. No? Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure RJ had it on the 3DS, so... Ask so if you guess. were here, then, then you yeah. could tell us. But, ask, what did you think of this song? It was good. Very good? <laughs> yes, it was very good music. A it was kind of, kind of intense. That's kind of the point. In, intense, but not in, like... A doom way. Not in the Dark Souls way. It was, it was intense in a Kirby kind of way. Like, this really sounded like yeah. a Kirby track to me. Bum, bum. Um, you said it sounded like a different game, which we'll be getting to a little bit later. Uh, I also said it sounded a little bit like Toby Fox, but the further it went on, it's like if Toby Fox composed a Kirby track. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, cool stuff. I can't Very wait cool till that happens. That'd be so cool. That would be really sweet. I mean, Kirby Fighters Three. Yeah, composed Pokemon, so so we shall see. Uh, but a little while ago, you mentioned Stardew Valley. And that is a game that I have brought to the episode. And I mean, of course, it's uh, like with any of these games, if you dig too deep, there are some elements that may not be so nice. But the game itself, I mean, it's it's like Harvest Moon, but with more to do. It's just a, a very chill game. I poured a lot of hours into this after I got it. And uh, I haven't dug into it very much lately, but if I did get back into it, then um, it would be... You know, I would probably get sucked right back in. So, Stardew Valley was composed by uh, Eric Barone, the developer, uh, who went by the uh, alias Concerned Ape. And we are going to be listening to... Oh, you'll be happy about this, Yukapau, because you really like these kind of songs. We're going to be listening to Calico Desert.
That was Calico Desert from Stardew Valley, composed by Concerned Ape. What'd y'all think of this? It was was very good. I mean, it was a desert theme, so, you know. (laughs) It was quite deserty, wasn't it? It was, uh, yeah, I had that sort of, um, chimey, mysterious vibe. Uh, a little bit of a oh, I'm dying in the sweltering heat sort of feel to it. So this like particular track is not necessarily super nice, but this game just really fun. Uh, y'all never played this game, did you? Um, I played it a little bit. I never got super into it. It's not really my type of game. Dusk, I think you would really like this game, actually. If you gave it a shot. It seems like eh. your kind of game. But... I haven't really been playing very many video games lately. I noticed. You were too busy drawing and watching YouTube and stuff. And reading. Ugh. I like <laughs> watching this type of game more than actually playing it. Yeah, I guess I can't really talk. I haven't been playing a lot of video games lately either. Although the last couple of weeks I've been playing more than I did for the uh, preceding several months. But uh, Purnell on Rhythm and Pixels on Discord today was talking about possibly doing a summer games challenge this summer. And I think I might actually join in this time. See see what games I can get into. There are a lot of games on my computer now that I, I could be playing. Games such as... Uh, Ooh, Alto. That's another game I think you would like to ask. Alto is this game. I could have picked something from that. Oh, actually, I think I looked and there just wasn't a whole lot of music. You play as this kid, uh, this little kid who's like a, a skier who lives on this mountain. And you just ski down this hill and avoid obstacles and stuff. And the farther you go, the longer your magic scarf gets. And you just kind of see how long you can go and how many points you can rack up until, um, until you crash. And then you... Uh, you know, you're fine. It's a nice little game. Nobody dies. But you get up and then you're back at the top of the mountain and you go again. It's a really, really fun, really relaxing game. Let me see what else I got here. Bastion. Very nice game. Cross Jasper wanted me to play The Binding of Isaac for a, quite a while. I actually did play it with him um, last summer when I went to see him. Uh, Catlandia, of course. Can't forget mm-hmm. um, Ryan and Ryan's game. Ooh, Creature in the Well. I've heard quite a bit about that one. I could try to get back into Cthulhu Saves the World, although it's actually very hard, but uh, it's fun. Or Breath of Death 7, both from the same developers and both really quirky little games. Let's see, Deltarune. I should probably finally play Deltarune. There's lots of stuff on here. Hmm. Ooh, Octodad. Owl Boy. Super Meat Boy. Spelunky. Yeah, VVVVVV. Uh, both ukulele games. So yeah, lots of stuff I could be getting into. And that's just on my computer, so. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I think I did all that because I've already said what there is to say about Stardew Valley. I I enjoyed it. I did a lot of crafting, a lot of clearing out of my land, exploring the town, getting to know the people. It's just a really, really nice little aesthetic. And I enjoyed it quite, quite muchly. I had a very nice time with it. Uh, also having a nice time with y'all. And we're halfway through now. Why don't we move on to Dusk's third pick of the episode? All right. My third pick is called Somewhere in the Woods, and it's from A Short Hike.
welcome back. That was Somewhere in the Woods from A Short Hike, composed by Mark Sparling. Second episode in a row that we have featured Mark's music from this game. More to come. We played Boat Buds on the uh, last episode, and yeah, this one's really cool. Uh, If there were going to be any game that I would expect one of us to pick more than one track from, I would expect you to pick more than one track from this game, Dust, because I know how much you love it, and you were actually the first one in the house to beat this game. Uh, I then subsequently beat it myself, and I think that Lemon Boy has now too. Uh, Shugapai, you played a little bit of this one, we talked about that last week, but Dusk, why don't you talk about this game for a bit, and why you decided to bring it to the episode? Um, I like this game, and I think it's a nice game, because it's really just like this cute short little game that's like really casual and you can kind of just like play through it at your own pace. So you play as this uh, anthropomorphic teenage bird girl. Her name is Claire. Claire, that's right. For some reason I kept thinking it was Robin, but that's because she is a Robin. Uh, But yeah, Claire. And Claire, uh, well, what's going on in this short hike? Um, so she's staying at this island with her aunt. Um, I forgot, but I think her aunt's name might actually be May. Huh? That would be cool. I don't remember. But that she's might just on this be, island. Might just be because I've watched Spider-Man recently. Well, we don't really know at first why she's on this island, but we find out toward the end, which I'm not going to spoil. Uh, but she's kind of bored out of her mind, and she doesn't get good cell service at her aunt's house, and so she decides to start exploring the island. Yes, and, um, so the goal of the game is to make it to the top of the mountain that's sort of in the center of the island, and the reason you want to make it to the top of the mountain is because that's the only place on the whole island that has cell service. And you're expecting an important phone call. Yes, and so... To get up to the mountain, you need to find golden feathers, which are really just scattered around the island, and you can buy them from people, from some people. You uh, get them from some people for doing them favors. Yeah, and so if you you can scale the mountain with at least seven gold feathers, which I have done. Um, but you, you know, walk and climb and run, but with the golden feathers, you can actually fly. Yes, uh, you can- running and climbing also takes, uh, feathers, so there's up to 20 golden feathers, and there's also silver feathers. There are two silver feathers, um, that are in kind of like, uh... Hard to reach places? I guess, uh, uh, they're kind of hard to reach places, and they let you fly, uh, fly higher and climb faster. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. That's really the whole game. It's... There are also achievements that you get. You can fish. Uh, you can uh, dig up things with a shovel you find and fish uh, with a fishing pole. Uh, and if you get all the fish, then you get a golden fishing pole. Well, actually, no. You can get the you can get the golden fishing pole before that I think and it just it's easier to catch rare fish but if you get all of the fish um you get something from the fish guy but whatever That was the last achievement you got, right? Uh no, the last achievement I got was the toast achievement. 
which <laughs> if you go to the um like basically island shopkeeper um at 5 p.m uh and you ask her for some strawberry toast which is apparently a specialty on the island she'll tell you that they don't actually have any strawberries this year but uh you can just have a piece of toast <laughs> And so you get the toast and eat it, and that's how you get that achievement. Okay. Well, all right. Well, now everyone who plays this game, which you should, it's very short, and it's very cheap, and it's very fun. <laughs> short and hike. it's very hike. And it's got very good music. Yeah. Uh, and well, now all of you know how to get the last achievement that Dust got. <laughs> yes. And uh, Shukapau, you have now achieved the opportunity to play your third game. Yeah. So, what's it going to be? So, this was a very popular game uh, a couple of years ago for a few months, and then Among Us came around. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a really it's got this you know it's got that nice aesthetic you know it's um it's you just sort of like run around you play many games and you just try to be the last one out, in the words of Brenda Floss. Um, this is, without further ado, Final Fall from Fall Guys. That was Final Fall from Fall Guys, composed by Jukio Kaoyo. Very cool. Haven't heard that name before. I have heard the name of this game before. Um, it's apparently something of a little bit of a big deal. Got kind of popular during the pandemic, along with Among Us. Among Us. Now, have you played this game? I have not, actually. Yeah. Well, what, do you, what do you know about it? Um. Well, it's a very... It's a very competitive game and a very repetitive game too. Um, uh, 
basically you sort of, uh, you join a lobby with like a bunch of, uh, a bunch of different players, and... They look kind of like jelly beans. Yeah, they look kind of like <laughs> jelly beans. Um, and you basically compete in a series of mini-games to pretty much see, uh, you know, who's going to... Last the longest? Yeah, last the longest, and be the last one out. And, and this is the game that you were alluding to earlier with your last track. You said it sounded kind of like this. Yeah, well, yeah. it sounded like another uh, another, another track song. from... Okay. Yeah. Uh, you've actually been playing sort of the more, uh, more upbeat tracks of the episode, which, yeah. which is fitting. That kind of fits your personality. Um, well, yeah, this sounds really cool. And uh, I guess I was under the impression that Fall Guys was had a little bit more violent elements to it. Not, like, graphically violent, but, like, cartoon violence, like, w- with guns and stuff. But apparently you're doing stuff like playing tag and running obstacle courses, so... Um, I like to play tag. Yeah, that's cool. Tag's not always what? nice, though. Sometimes, uh, you know, sometimes you can play tag and uh, you can be running through the woods and trip over a tree branch and fall and scrape your face on the bark of a tree and... Then you have to wake up the next morning and go go to chapel, and you got this big scratch on your face, and everybody's like, "What happened to that guy?" Not not that I would know anything about that, but uh, but yeah, Dust, what did you think of this track? I it was cool. It was up a beat, ta. Yeah. 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 That's yes. Very nice. Nice. <laughs> cool. Well, then I guess uh, we'll just go ahead and move on to. My third track, rounding the bend into the final round a- after this one. And Dusk, actually, your track earlier, Stratosphere, reminded me a little bit of this, both because this also takes place in the sky, where, where the stratosphere is, although not quite that high, but also because the, I think the track sounds a little bit similar. This is an extremely chill track from a very nice game that I do have personal experience with, which I'll talk about a little more when we get back. We are going to listen to Hang Glider from Pilot Wings 64.
was Hang Glider from Pilot Wings 64, composed by Dan Hess. Man, we are really due for another Pilot Wings game. The first one came out on the SNES. This one, of course, came out on the N64. And then on the 3DS, we got Pilot Wings Resort, which takes place on Woohoo Island. Yeah, and somehow I never picked that one up. But Pilotwings is cool. You just play through the series of, of mini games where you're trying to do different sort of air-related events, like land of parachutes or hang glide, obviously, uh, fly a gyrocopter, land a plane, and, pro- and probably the most famous track from this game, uh, you don a wingsuit and uh, you are Birdman, basically. The uh, Falcon. But uh, but yeah. Uh, this is really really cool soundtrack. Obviously, obviously, this track was really chill. What did y'all think of it? It was very good music. It was vibe. It was vibe indeed. <laughs> yeah, I thought you might like that flute dusk. I think that's what decided me on this one over Birdman. That and the fact that everybody um, who really loves video game music has heard Birdman at some point. Birdman, but... <laughs> the man who is bird. Um, but. Yeah, I wanted to mention this. As I was listening to this on YouTube, I scrolled down a little bit, and in the comments, there is a comment from the composer, Dan Hess, uh, and he says, uh, I just want to thank everyone for the heartfelt comments and memories related to this track and all the others. It is crazy to me, after all these years, that you took the time and effort to express these things. Incredible to read the effect the music had on you all, influence it may have had on your own tastes, etc. Thank you for reaching out. And Dan is just a really cool guy. He was recently on the Pixelated Audio podcast. They interviewed him about uh, this soundtrack in particular. I would definitely recommend that you go check that out if you like what you heard here or if you're just interested in learning more. I also want to mention, I, I was going to say it and it slipped my mind when we started talking, but earlier when you played that, uh, our first track, this, the Minecraft track, Dusk, uh, Lee Tyrrell of The Sound Test, which hasn't posted a new episode in a while because Lee is now uh, exploring his writing career, but Lee interviewed C418 in one of the first episodes of his show. It was a really, really cool interview, and they talked about some of the music, and later on he also interviewed some of the other Minecraft composers, so um, definitely go check those out as well if you would like to hear more of this. But yeah, this one's really cool. I also do encourage, if you have not heard Birdman from Wing 64 go check it out. If you thought this was chill, that is going to just put you in the stratosphere. Ha-ha. Uh, see what I did there? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not talking about your two tracks ago track, Dusk. We are talking about your final track of the episode now. But before we talk about it, why don't we listen to it? And before we listen to it, why don't you tell us what it is? <laughs> All right. The next track is called Hello, with a question mark at the end, which is also from yeah. A Short Hike. Bye. 
and that was Hello by from from a short hike composed by Mark Sparling. Yeah. We can't really talk about this track without spoiling stuff. Uh, suffice to say, it happens at a very poignant moment in the game, as you could probably tell by listening to it. Because that's a fun word. man, that's a that's a melancholy tune, but still very, very what you about? Very good. No, dusk. Very what? Very nice. Yeah. It's my line. <laughs> it I have to line. say it. I'm I'm contractually obligated to say it. Yeah, but you already said it. Yeah, yeah, but like besides th- this, this episode at every opportunity. The on. title of this episode, which very good music. The title yeah. of this podcast is very good music. The title of this episode, as Dusk told us last time, is Among Us. No, it's very nice music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Dusk, anything that you do want to say about a short hike that you didn't already say? It is. A good game, and you should play it. <laughs> well, then I will take this opportunity to talk about something else. I'm really surprised that you didn't bring an Animal Crossing track. You're kind of the Animal Crossing person in the household, although I guess Animal it's kind Crossing of taking over guru. That. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I asked the person who hasn't played Animal Crossing in months. But yeah, uh, Animal Crossing is the other game I was expecting us to to hear, so I thought we might hear some Kazumi Totaka there, but uh, but I guess not, because I don't think Shukapal brought Animal Crossing. Uh, Shoot hasn't played Animal Crossing in, in a while, never really got into it, as we mentioned last time. I haven't played time, anything in a while. We talked about um, Animal Crossing last week as well, with Captain's Theme, and you mentioned how you, you never you never really got too into it. You did play City Folk quite a bit back on the Wii, though, so that was yeah. that was my Animal Crossing. I, I spent quite a few hours in uh, in New Horizons, but that's because I was trying to terraform the island to all specifications, and then we just kind of gave up on it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, Dusk! What? Those were three, four, four tracks. Those were four very nice tracks. Sixty-nine. Nice. Hey, how come uh, we how come we didn't each pick sixty nine tracks? <laughs> because I I wanted to have this episode come out sometime this year. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, Very good music. Hi, I mean what? Hi, uh, <laughs> it's time to play your last song of the episode. Yeah, what's it going to be? Um, well, I'm going to be wrapping this up with probably. One of the most recent tracks added to this game. Um, not really too much to say right now, so let's just listen to Other Side by Lena Rain for Minecraft Caves and Cliffs.
And that was Other Side from Minecraft Caves and Cliffs, composed by Lena Rain. What is Minecraft Caves and Cliffs? Caves and Cliffs is the uh, the newer update. It's going to come out soon. It's 1.18. Oh. What kind of stuff's going to be in the update? Um, I actually care now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they're adding some more, like, to, obviously, the caves and the mountains and stuff. Um, they're doing stuff like, like, there's powdered snow, there's goats, there's goat horns, which can actually use, be used to play uh, a couple of little music things if you, uh, well, a little short musical cool. thingies, yeah. I have, uh, I have experienced the goats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I got back into this game, man, there was so much new stuff. <laughs> like, I hadn't played it in, ooh, like six or seven years at least. And, man, there was so much new stuff in this game. Did you know that, like, all of our old worlds still exist on Mom's computer if you sign in under my name? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Shoot Boot, version one. <laughs> so wow. Still, still there. That's cool. Yeah. But, yeah, uh... Well, this was really cool. A uh, very different sound from that first Minecraft track. It definitely sounds like Lena Rain. Uh, if I had actually played it, it was on my list. Uh, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, is also apparently a very nice game, which um, Lena recently composed. And uh, we featured Lena Rain fairly recently on the uh, Three Young Composers episode, but she was kind enough to um, reach back out to me on Twitter and um, give me some feedback for the games that we played of hers. So... Yeah, so why did you pick this track out of all of the other stuff from Minecraft? Well, it's just... When I first heard this track, it hit me hard. Like, this is a really good piece of music. Ooh. I just... It... It just... That... That, like, that ascending line... Uh... Mm -hmm. It just... It, it fits the track so well. Um, but yeah... I don't really have the words right now. It's it's just it's a really good track. Well, if it's a uh, if it's caves and cliffs, then you know an ascending line does make some sense. So yeah, Dusk, were you paying attention to this song? Yes. Yeah. What did you think of it? It was nice. I liked the 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 the, the it was nice. Yeah, there was some there were some quirky little sounds in it. Uh, that sort of experimental style is what I've come to kind of associate Lena Rain with after her work on Celeste. And, yeah. Very, very cool stuff. Now it's time to get into my final track of the episode. And when I thought of just nice, low-impact, easy-to-play games, one of the first games I thought of was Pokemon Snap. Uh, you just go through this on-rails level and this little cart and look around and take pictures of Pokemon, and that's kind of it. But then I remember that Pokemon Snap recently had a sequel come out, which I am about halfway through and need to go back and finish. <laughs> and so I decided to listen to some of the tracks from that game, and I liked this one. So we are going to, for our last song, not counting the blooper reel, we're going to listen to Route 22, Fireflow Volcano, from New Pokemon Snap.
Route 22 Fireflow Volcano from New Pokemon Snap, composed by Hiroki Hashimoto. What y'all think of that? It sounds like Fantasy Life. Oh yeah? I actually think it sounded a lot like some of the route themes from Pokemon X. But like that Pokemon, game? Pokemon X and Y, um, that you know those big orchestral sort of sweeping strings and brass. That's the one you played from when we did the sword episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I can see that. Well, Hiroki um, Hashimoto like hasn't composed a whole lot of stuff, but um, he did work on the pocket tournament games, among a couple of others. Worked on a couple of Smash games as a, as an arranger and. Uh, most recently, besides this, did Damon X Machina. But other than that, I haven't haven't seen a whole lot. I wonder if there's any uh, relation to Hitoshi ha- or Hikoshi Hashimoto. You know, that would be interesting to look into. I, I I just came up with another idea of what we could have done for this episode. Oh yeah, yeah, we good timing. We we could have done meme games. Me- well, we could have, but I think I'm still going to let you two do a meme episode at some point, so... Uh. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, so that is going to do it for our very nice music episode, episode 69. Nice. nice. And we're really glad that y'all joined us for this. Had a couple of additional tracks uh, than we usually play, but... Uh, still not going to clock in too long. Not going to be another two-hour episode. But the next one actually actually might. Next episode is going to be something pretty special. Uh, I'm going to be talking with both Kung Fu Carlito of the Heroes 3 podcast and our recurring um, very special guest, Prof. Jeff. Me. And we're going to be talking about giant robots. And, yeah, this is a topic I, I don't have a, a, a whole lot of background in or information about so I'm gonna be kind of just listening and asking questions and they're gonna they're gonna bring all the music I'm only bringing one track next week and I'm excited because it's one I've been wanting to bring for a long time like since the beginning of the podcast actually but other than that everything is gonna be Carlos and Jeff so hope everybody looks forward to that episode 70 and then after that episode 71 is going to be our entry in the Masters of VGM big crossover podcast event where all of the different VGM podcasts are going to be talking about uh, four or somewhere around in their composers that they would like to memorialize in some way as uh, people they think of as Masters of VGM. Now, Shukapau and I are actually going to be on BG Mania with Brian, where we're going to talk about ours. And then for very good music, I'm actually going to give all of the listeners of all the various podcasts an opportunity to weigh in with some of their choices. And I'm going to have Prof. Jeff on to talk about some of his picks as well. Now, Dusk, if I'm correct, there's probably only one like major composer who you could think of as like a favorite VGM composer, right? Yes. Yeah, and that Toby is Toby Fox. Yeah. So uh, maybe I'll, I'll play. Uh, I'll just mention that on the episode that your vote would be Toby Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and Chuk uh, Pao and I are each going to pick four composers along with Brian, and um, I'm excited. Chuk's already got picks for the episode. I am still narrowing down a couple. Uh, the one that I'm pretty sure everybody knows I'm going to bring is Yoko Shimomura because she's my favorite. But the other ones, I'm, I'm still kind of trying to narrow down because there's there's a lot. You should do Nobuo Uematsu and play Fantasy Life songs. <laughs> I mean, Uematsu is 
super famous for a reason, but I'm pretty sure he's going to have enough representation, so I'm going I'm to use other slots. But, because, yeah, but, but there he, are other is, composers that I like is, better, though. Is he, is, is he going to have Fantasy Life representation? Probably not, but I've played several Fantasy Life tracks on BG Mania now, so it, it's out there. It's good stuff. We had a whole episode on it. Yeah, so. but there needs to be more. Everybody go check it out. That was way back in episode 5. That was 65 shows ago. We've done a lot of these. Yeah. Man. Wow. Anyway. should re-upload it. <laughs> um, that was back in 2020. That was over two years ago that we did that episode. You were... I think you, you were 12 when we did that episode, Dusk. What month did we do it in? March. It was right before you turned oh. 13. Huh. Well, that <laughs> yeah. You were a little bitty. I'm 15 now. Yeah. Yeah. Getting old. Get on up there. You're actually starting some things yourself. You actually have something to plug this time. Yeah. Why don't you talk a little bit about that? Um, so I started doing commissions. What kind of commissions? Art commissions. Art, because you're an artiste. <laughs> I'm an artiste. Uh, on the sheet, it says you can contact me on Twitter, but I'm actually not back on Twitter. We should probably modify that. Yeah. Yeah. Get that changed. But right now you can find me on this little social media site called Quotive, spelled Q U O T E V. Uh, or you can just reach out to us and then we'll, yeah. we'll let Dusk know. Um you can find me at Dusklight uh on Quotive and Twitter because that's my handle. Handle it. Uh, there's another word. Isn't your Twitter handle at dusk does nothing? Yes. Okay. Oh wait, did I say at dusklight? Yeah. You are very oh, tired tonight. I am. <laughs> I keep saying the wrong thing. I'm sorry. It's at, you can find me at dusk does nothing on both of those sites. Cool. Yeah. So go go check them out. Do you have where is your sheet? Uh, it's just if you go to my profile and click on my um. Uh, if you click on my published works, um, there's, uh, we'll probably have to, like, scroll, um, a bit, but there's, yeah, there's a book called, um, uh, My Commissions, or Dusk's Commissions, it's called Commissions, I think. You know, I'll also put it in our Discord. Okay. And, uh, people can come see it there as well. And, uh, yeah, so go check it out. Take a look at the style. See if Give anything money. suits your fancy. And if so, we'll, uh, we'll get that hooked up. So, yeah. Cool beans. Chukapow, you already talked about your uh, YouTube stuff thingy that's coming soon. What else do you have to plug? Yeah. Um, Shameless plugs. This is... Uh, yeah, I'm on flat.io as Lloyd Irving for Smash, which is where I compose music, and I'm also on Twitter at ShootKapow. Follow me on both of those. And if you want to learn how to compose music, you should you should try out the sponsor of today's video, Skillshare. We don't have Skillshare sponsors. is the all-in-one learning platform for you to improve your craft we don't and have any learn new dead. things. We have patrons, and I uh, haven't mentioned them in a while, but I'm gonna I'm gonna list them all now. You Alex, haven't Alex Messenger, the host of well, because I changed my tiers, and so there's not like shoutouts or anything like that. It's kind of a pay what you want, and You've we been just trying. We just, we just appreciate your, uh, wow, okay. So, Alex Messenger, host of a VGM Journey. 
The Last Rican, host of VGM Fight Club, uh, Senpai's Playlist, and the Uimod Suplex Wrestling Podcast. Love that name. I inspired that name. Uh, Skeletroy, uh, creator of SNES Thrash Remixes on YouTube and our theme song guy. Ryan Steele, composer of the aforementioned Catlandia Crisis at Fort Pawprint. Kung Fu Carlito, the aforementioned host of the aforementioned Heroes 3 podcast. Wow, there's Adventures a lot of aforementioned. Asian Cinema. Uh, Forrest Shamlian, Sprint Cade, and the mysterious Nathan. So thank you guys again for continuing to support the show. If you would like to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash vgmvgm and uh, also like to plug really quickly my other shows. I am on the long-running VGM podcast BG Mania with the original host, Brian. And I am on a podcast with a fellow VGM podcaster, The Dyad, called The Movie Bar, where we talk about lawyer movies because he's a lawyer and... I like movies, and so yeah, we're and the episode that's coming out around this episode. It's our fourth one. We're going to be talking about the Judd Nelson sort of weird comedy thriller hybrid movie called From the Hip, and uh, yeah, so you know what? I, I checked it out, and it was a pretty interesting little movie. So if you hear this before you hear that episode, go watch the movie and then go check out the episode with me and the dyad. But I think. That's going to do it for us, you guys. Yeah. Thank you both for joining me on this very special show. After it the dust settles nice. from uh yeah, after after the dust settles from Masters of EGM, Shugapau, you and I can kind of get together to talk about what the uh, the future of the show is going to look like near and far and well, then I guess that uh all that there is left to say is until that next time. Play very good games. Be very good people. And keep listening to very nice good music. music. Good music. A VGM podcast, except not really, because it's just this one episode. Nice. I may or may not be reading a webcomic while we're recording. <laughs> I still have my free war crime pass that I haven't used. What? <laughs> don't, don't ask. Why did you mention it then? Yeah, yeah, that kind of invites inquiry there, kiddo. Ignore it. Okay. Hey, that's what editing's for. Did something just come out of you that you were real? Maybe? What? Okay. Uh, it's the void. It's consuming you. That could have gone better. I think it might just be ink that I. I don't know what this is. It looks no, like. No, it's ink. the darkness. It's. It's. It's, right, it's, it's, it's finally. Me. It's finally. And we're done. Coming okay. out. Okay.